Teaching and Learning Champions. I'm Matt Evans, Director of Instructional Technology and Digital Resources in the Teaching and Learning Excellence Division at ACC. Today I'm joined by Erasmus Adai, Associate Vice President of Distance Education, and Kelly Alford, Academic Coach, and Monica, excuse me, Monica Bermicki, Supervisor of Academic Coaching Services, as we talk about the impact and importance on monitoring student progress and related technologies in supporting guided pathways. Thank you everybody for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having us. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with uh, Monica and Kelly from uh, the coaching side. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what the mission and goal is of the of academic coaching services? Yeah, sure. This is Monica, the supervisor, and I, um, you know, our mission as academic coaches is really to promote student success, and we want to do that proactively before it gets too bad, and we do that by providing really personal and holistic evidence-based support. Um, we have a very accessible, non-judgmental, and student-centered format that we, that we do that through. We like to talk about it in a motto with students as having um, helping them have better grades and doing it with less stress, um, which really can benefit any student out there. So we what we do in our sessions is really assess each student's needs, and then we're going to design a strategy that will address the areas that that specific student wants to improve in. Oftentimes, these services um, are in areas such as time management. Uh, we talk to them about note taking, some textbook reading strategies, test preparation, and overall goal setting. Great. Kelly, anything else you wanted to add to that? No, I think she covered everything that we really focus on as coaches. Okay, perfect. Uh, Erasmus, tell us a little bit about how the Office of Distance Education supports guided pathways across the college. Okay, so we, we uh, distance education support are the fundamentals or the pillars of guided path, pathways. Uh, first of all, we provide a structured onboarding process that provides students with clear, actionable, and usable information they need to get off to the right start in online uh, online learning. So, for example, we do have self-assessment skills for them to, to try and assess their capabilities and abilities to be able to thrive in an online learning environment. Uh, also, we provide academic maps, academic roadmaps that detail the scope and sequence of courses required to complete a credential efficient via and transition to baccalaureate degrees. So because of that, we do have, uh, uh, we came up with an initiative in the spring of 2018 called ACC Online. What ACC Online does is categorize all the services that students, that are available to students in the institution that they can take advantage of. And on the, as part of the ACC Online package, we also have the academic roadmaps that are provided for students. Uh, beside that, we also provide proactive academic and <coughs> academic uh, advising from the start through completion and or transfer with assigned point of contacts at each stage. Uh, prior to the ACC online initiative, we didn't have 
uh, advisors dedicated to distance education students. Now, as part of Guided Pathways, we now have uh, dedicated advisors to uh, student education students. We do have counselors that also cater to the needs of, specifically to the needs of distance education students. We do also started experimenting with an early alert system aligned with interventions and resources to help students stay in the pathway and persist and progress. <clears throat> uh, we started that with the gateway courses, the high enrolled uh, uh, courses that students have to take first before they get far in the educational journey. So we do have that system available to students to take advantage of. So instead of we waiting for students to get in touch with us, with their problems, issues, we proactively pursue the students to make sure that uh, they are, their needs are taken care of so they are successful. Uh, in addition to that, we provide instructional support and uh, uh, align instructional support aligned with classroom learning and interest. And so we do have online tutoring, for example, that uh, uh, fulfills the needs, designed to fulfill the needs of online students. Uh, we have uh, embedded tutoring project in which tutors are embedded in students' classroom courses so that they are part of the course and are providing the supports that students need to be successful. So in summary, this is how distance education supports the Guided Pathway Initiative at ACC. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Erasmus. Um, Kelly and Monica, just to piggyback off of what Erasmus was talking about, um, with the idea of um, students who are taking courses fully online. Do the does academic coaching services provide those types of services to distance students or is it only um, uh, students who are physically attending one of our campuses? Yeah, we are absolutely open to early college, high school students, adult ed, continuing ed, online, face-to-face. -face. Um, I will say a majority of our students are face-to-face -face students that are often coming into the accelerators. Um, and we've tried to um, really lay a strong foundation with our virtual services. Uh, early on, we started that um, back in the summer. And I will say that we haven't had a whole lot of traction with online students, um, but we're really grateful that we had laid that foundation because that's you know the majority of the way we're connecting with students currently. But absolutely, um, our services can really um, supplement, enhance some of the great work that Erasmus was talking about. Can I add to that? Uh, uh, prior to the uh, COVID-19 emergency, we had scheduled a meeting with academic coaches to try and uh, make the service intentional mm -hmm. for online students so that we can be able to also service the needs of all online students. Uh, that we couldn't bring that to uh, uh, materialize because of the emergency, but I'm hoping that uh, we can reconnect 
-hmm. and, then, and then work on that. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like a great partnership. Mm -hmm. um, Kelly, let, let, Kelly, let's um, give you this next question. What types of technologies do the academic coaches use to help monitor student progress? Uh, so we, as academic coaches, don't have what you would call maybe a traditional caseload. Um, so we, a lot of our students are coming in through um, their own initiative or referrals from various departments, um, advising, tutoring. So we use different technologies uh, to kind of better guide our sessions and track um, the visits and then to better understand our students' progress. So. Typically, um, before a session, if our student has scheduled an appointment, we like to get a better big picture of where the student's coming from, um, kind of their time at ACC. So we use uh, tools like Inspire for Advisors and Degree Map to better understand the student's um, GPA, their classes, their uh, degree path. Um, we can see whether they've registered for classes, and uh, we can even see how many times they've logged into Blackboard. So we kind of use all of these tools to gather information to better set up a session. And then after our session, we use a tracking tool um, called Academia where we input um, all of our data. And so we can kind of use that to run reports and see how much traffic we're getting at each campus, what kind of services students are coming in for, how many times we're seeing students. But honestly, I think a lot of our monitoring of student pro uh, progress comes from repeat visits from students. Um, we get a lot of emails. Uh, we see them in the accelerator, do a quick check-in, see how everything's going. Um, we also use Calendly, which allows students to easily set up appointments. So they are able to kind of reconnect with us and tell us, hey, um, I just got an A from using that textbook reading method you showed me. I really appreciate it. Maybe we can work on a new degree, a new um, solution to another area that they want to focus on. And so all of these little face-to-face uh, -face interactions and just reconnections with students really helps us um, stay in touch with them, uh, figure out if we do need to fine-tune some of the areas we are focusing on, and just develop and continue to develop those strategies that they're going to need to continue moving forward and progress through their time here at ACC. And with all the technology that you're using and the, the data points that you're collecting of these students, um, do you uh, partner with faculty at all uh, about um, how the faculty can then help support students through the same types of data that you're collecting? Or is the, the faculty inter intervention with the students really um, standalone and separate from what the academic coaches are doing? Yeah, so um, as Kelly referred to, um, we, we have a form where faculty are often referring their students to us. We're in the classroom at the very beginning of the semester, often doing these little small class visits, sharing with um, faculty and the students about our services, how they get connected with us. And then often um, through that relationship or other ways, faculty will go ahead and use that form or send us an email referring the student. And on the form that they're referring, they can mark on there if they would like um, progress updates about that student. And, you know, just when they came in, basic kind of updates, 
um, if they don't have access to Inspire, or maybe they just don't want to go in there and see the notes. So when a faculty member um, does, you know, mention that they want to have progress updates on that student, um, we'll continue to keep the faculty member involved on some of the intervention strategies that we've employed. Um, and then it really creates a great partnership with them and, and us as well, kind of working with that student to create a whole network of support. Great. Uh, Erasmus, tell us a little bit about what technologies um, your, um, your office uses and makes available to instructors who are teaching online in order to monitor student progress. So currently what we use is the LMS tracking tools as your work, <coughs> ACC's LMS is uh, Blackboard and it's got some good tracking tools that are built into it. For example, the gradebook. The gradebook provides could provide a snapshot of student performance in in the course, but the faculty also can get details of the student. Sorry, of students' grades in the gradebook uh, as well. Now, other tools that we use. Okay, let's still focus on the LMS. Uh, the LMS also has ability to be able to track the last time a student logged into Blackboard, for example, uh, how long they were in Blackboard. So for the faculty to know if the students are doing their work or not. Now, beyond that, there are also communication tools in, in the LMS that uh, allows faculty to stay in touch with uh, uh, students, checking in with them. There's also the comment section in Blackboard that allows faculty to provide feedback to, to students uh, to make sure that they are on the right track in their studies. Now, we also have, uh, when everything fails <laughs> using the uh, technology, we rely on person-to-person uh, uh, -person contact, for example. So we do have a form on uh, the ACC online website. If the faculty is unsuccessful in reaching out to a student, they fill out the form, it comes to our office, and then we'll use good old telephone to try and contact the students and find out what uh, is going on with them and get them back into, into class. So these are some of the tools that we use to support faculty in tracking uh, the progress of students. I also want to add that the college has uh, purchased Blackboard Analytics that would, it's not predictive, but it provides a lot more uh, data for faculty to be able to make decisions about uh, students in their classes. And so all of those tools um, within Blackboard as well as Blackboard Analytics, um, those are those aren't just available to faculty teaching strictly online, correct? As long as you're making use of Blackboard in some instance, uh, they'd be able to have at least some version of analytics on their students, even if they're teaching face-to-face uh, -face classes. Is that correct? That's correct. So it's available to every faculty that utilizes Blackboard. Great. Um, Erasmus, while uh, while you're uh, you're on the hot seat, let's move on to the next question. Have you start 
Um, how would you, or how has your area changed or adapted as a result uh, of the college's adoption of the guided pathways model? Okay, so I'll start off by saying that it's changed a lot as a result of guided pathways. Uh, now, distance education is no longer in isolation. Uh, we are in collaboration with many, many more departments to, to ensure that students are getting the services they need. And so for that matter, we work closely with the student services team to make sure that every service that is available to students on campus is also available to distance education uh, students. In terms of collaboration with IT department, making sure that uh, we have the technology required for students to be successful, work closely with them as well. Uh, scheduling, uh, department chairs, working with department chairs to ensure that faculty have what they need to be successful in teaching the students and also providing professional development and best practices uh, for uh, distance education, teaching and learning. Now, these are things that in the past didn't really exist in the department up until about 2018 when uh, uh, we did all of this to support guided pathways in the institution. Great, thank you very much. Uh, Monica and Kelly, how about you? How is academic coaching uh, changed and adapt, uh, adapted as a result of guided pathways? Yeah, academic coaching was really born out of the guided pathways model. Um, as the accelerators started going up, we um, you know started reimagining what support systems would be in place there, and the academic coach model was um, adopted. We were originally called the accelerator coaches, and really there to support those developmental math, the Alex math curriculum. Um, since then, we've taken on a more holistic approach and really work on just creating that layer of support to work toward um, helping students persist and complete. Uh, we have a really very collaborative approach um, and we appreciate all the opportunity that we have um, to connect with our tutors, um, especially we're often um, positioned in a place in the accelerators where we're working back and forth with the tutors, whether it's a content issue or uh, it's more of a study skill thing that needs to be worked out. Um, and, you know, we work very closely with our advisors, um, especially on this registration station project initiative that's um, recently been adopted and, and even grown further within the college. And so the students will begin their pathway speaking with their advisor um, and then they'll connect with um, us at the registration stations where we try to really um, just help them through and navigate the self-service software. Um, there's a lot of different, you know, class filters and different opportunities that ACC offers, whether it's weekend college or online or um, hybrid courses, paired courses. And we try to demystify that a bit because it can be quite overwhelming. And so um, we've really 
begin with them often on their pathway in that approach. And then through that um, connection point, we then begin to work with them throughout their time um, at the college, working on these study skills and time management and then connecting, as we said, with faculty along the way to help them progress on their guided pathway. Um, our overall, our model is that we think that we're co-creating and really empowering students to engage with their learning and help them to understand what kind of resources are out there um, and just give them those strategies um, overall that they need to persist on their pathway. That's great. Um, as we start to wrap up this podcast, um, I wanted to ask um, all three of you, um, are there any projects or initiatives around academic plans, or excuse me, around um, uh, coaching or the technologies that are used to help um, uh, monitor student progress that would be beneficial for faculty and staff to know as it relates to what you're doing around guided pathways? Um, and we can go ahead and start with uh, Monica or Kelly. Okay. Do you want to jump so, in, Kelly? Sure. <laughs> um, so, I mean, right now, I think the biggest thing that everybody, not just academic coaching, is working on is how to address um, working with our students online. Um, so, we as academic coaches have been developing different resources um, to address how to take um, notes on, from an online lecture, how to read an online textbook, um, how to manage your time because, you know, it's different now that you are not in class. And a lot of our students um, didn't, you know, sign up for that, weren't prepared for that. So a lot of the stuff that we are focusing on right now is really how can we better support those students? How can we um, get our platforms going so that we can continue to coach remotely, um, you know, just being, you know, fully connected to um, all of our students, um, no matter where they are, um, whether they are online or when we do eventually, you know, come back in person, you know, keep continue to develop um, different resources and strategies to um, not only support our students, but connect with our faculty um, and all the staff at ACC so that we are all working together to support our students. Monica, anything else you wanted to add? Um, really just, just to reiterate the uh, great connection that we have with advisors. We've got a Google chat going throughout the day um, with with our advisors on each campus so that, you know, if, if a student has recently seen an advisor, has worked out what their plan is, what their classes are, and then for whatever reason, maybe a hold still remains on their account or something is going on behind the scenes, we can we don't have to send that student and have them bounce from office to office. We really try to be a little bit of that one-stop shop where um, we'll, you know, connect with others in a collaborative way to, just ensure that the student, you know, receives the support that they need. Um, sometimes it's just those little little barriers along the way in a student's path that often, um, just over time, kind of, you know, can can get get in their way for for persisting and completing. And so, um, we're really 
again, just wanted to reiterate the, the collaborative nature um, with faculty and, and most specifically with our advisors. Excellent. Erasmus, how about you? Any uh, upcoming uh, projects or initiatives in distance education that you think uh, people would be interested in knowing about? Yeah, so I did mention embedded uh, it is ongoing and we are looking at expanding it to cover uh, more courses and we really want uh, faculty to uh, take advantage of that service, faculty and students to take advantage of that service. Now in terms of technology, uh, we are close to implementing the Blackboard Analytics that will provide a lot more data, academic, in fact, academic data faculty to be able to better track the students' progress in, uh, in online learning. Now, these are projects that we are actively working on and also uh, ACC, what we call ACC Online Life Proctoring that has been born out of the COVID-19 <laughs> emergency. We are close to implementing that as well uh, so that Faculty can take online faculty can take advantage of that to have their tests prompted. Wonderful. That's that's a lot of great initiatives from both your groups that I think everybody will um, uh, will greatly benefit from uh, moving forward. So thank you for that. Um, I know that we've uh, that all of us have been sort of um, our priorities have shifted and our work has shifted as a result of the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, but the last question that I have for you is not related to guided pathways at all, or it doesn't have to be, but is there something that's giving you riverbat pride this week? Uh, and so, uh, Kelly, why don't we go ahead and start with you? Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, I think really the thing that has really jumped out at me the most is the adaptability and flexibility of all of ACC. Uh, we, as you said, with the COVID-19, weren't really prepared to, um, you know, be online, but everybody has come together in such a great manner and has really stepped up to the plate and, um, you know, really figured out ways how we, all of our services can become online, how we can support our students, how we can support the community. Um, and just everything that ACC has done, it just makes me, you know, really grateful to be part of um, such a great, you know, learning community here at um, Austin Community College and um, just thankful every day that I get to um, come to work and um, meet with students and work with such amazing people. Kelly, you cut out there the last uh, probably uh, five or ten seconds or so. Um, can you repeat that, that last thought that you had? Uh, I just, I'm very thankful that I get to come to work every day and work with such um, great, amazing people. Wonderful. Erasmus, how about you? Wow. So <laughs> my my uh, riverbank pride this week is uh, mainly about the collaboration that is going on as a result of the COVID-19 emergency. I think COVID-19 has brought a lot of constituents, I would say all constituents in ACC, focus on student success and then to collaborate to ensure that it happens.
to ensure that students come out of this successfully. I like a lot of the conversation that is going on. Susie and I have shared some of the uh, conversation that is going on, on on Facebook, for example, where faculty are becoming innovative and finding finding ways to fulfill this, the needs of uh, students, uh, department chairs, deans, I mean, teams, tutoring, testing center staff, everybody, everybody is on board with what we are trying to do to support students. And I'm so proud about that. Uh, the collaboration that is going on in the institution in this period of emergency. That gives me a lot of pride. Yeah, so I will definitely second that. There's been a lot of collaboration uh, going on that we would normally not have seen um, if it were not for um, this, this pandemic. So I certainly agree with you on that one. Monica, how about you? Yeah, just to piggyback off what the two of them said, absolutely. I mean, this is a, a really um, unprecedented time and I'm just so impressed and so proud of the institutional efforts that have been made to just rise to the challenge and to meet our students where they are. Um, I think most specifically, Matthew, I know you were involved in the, pur the purchasing and mobilization of the the iPads for students. Um, I know I'm teaching currently a class that was supposed to be face-to-face -face that's now online and daily I'm met with students, um, you know, emailing me for just, just issues in regards to access that they just really weren't prepared. And the fact that we were able to get that together and mobilize um, just to meet those needs. I'm really proud of those efforts. Um, also, just the Keeping the Dream um, initiative to raise funds and increase the support offered through the foundation, through the emergency grant. You know, this is a really hard time often for our students um, with unemployment um, happening so fast and growing, growing in number. And so students that, you know, are faced with that often don't think that their college is going to be the one to help them out, um, you know, that it's gotta be so hard to focus on losing your job and also on the classes that are yet to finish here in the spring. Um, and so I'm just really thankful to work at an institution that understands these needs of our students. And instead of just kind of, you know, saying, wow, this is hard, we're really trying to rise and come up with solution-based um, initiatives and, and so, yeah, it's ACC's doing some great work. Well, it sounds like um, I can speak for all of us, and that uh, we all have a lot of uh, a lot of things going on with, uh, in and around the college to be uh, prideful for this week. So uh, that's that's excellent to hear. Um, I want to thank uh, Monica Kelly and Erasmus, uh, all three of you, for joining me today. Um, again, with all of the things going on, the ability to take um, you know, 25 or so minutes out to talk about the things that your areas are doing to support faculty and students through guided pathways, especially given um, the the shift to uh, fully online education for the college um, uh, has been well worth it. And so I want to thank you for your time. 
Um, that wraps up another episode of Teaching and Learning Champions. Don't forget that you can view blog posts for each episode on the TLA website. I also encourage you to subscribe to the ACC District Podcasts on any of your preferred podcast apps or listen to individual episodes on the TLA website. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll chat next time on TLC at ACC. Thank you.